I love this park. Do you know why? When I was a personal trainer at 17, I went around and searched for parks like this. I went around to ensure that I knew the best place to train for my clients. And for me at 17, I didn't have a gym. I didn't have any other resources except dumbbells. And I wanted to make sure that I could train the best possible park. So I was walking past this park and I thought, wow, uh, what a great setup for a mobile personal trainer. Personal training is now more than normal than what it was before. So cast your mind back, when you're in a industry and when you're just brand new to personal training, you have a lot of competition. Now, before it was unknown. So it doesn't matter where you are in the journey, there's always a level that you have to put yourself out there. And so I came up with a bit of strategies when I was 17 to ensure that I could put myself out there in the right way. And this is what it was. Number one was to be professional. And how do I be professional? I mean, yes, you gotta be professional in your job, but I had to double up my professionalism. And this is how I doubled up my professionalism. I was always on time, I was always on time, because I knew when I was on time, it meant that the client felt comfortable. The client felt that, yeah, this guy's professional. I can continue training with this guy. I can make sure that I can refer people and this guy will turn up. I won't disappoint me. I never disappoint. And when I, the few times that I was late, I made sure that I made up for that. I made sure that I sent them something to apologize. And, and that was a big deal for me because being late was a make or break, especially when you're 17, especially when you have no experience. The other thing that um, really worked for me, especially in a park like this, I always wore a uniform. Uniforms for me was super important. I hated you know, collared shirts and that kind of stuff. But what I did, I went to, um, I bought some Nike clothes and then I embroidered my badges on all the time. And I had some really cool slogans on the back of my shirts, really kind of like corny probably, more corny than anything else. Um, it was like, need a lift, call me. Want to get fit, call me. It was just random corny kind of stuff like that, but it worked, it worked because I was in a park like this and someone came up after the session and say, hey, um, what do you do? How can I get involved? And so that was a lead mechanism for me. So, you know, you could have a logo there, but what else can you have to ensure that you get yourself out there way more on the front end? Another point for me was never say no. Never, ever, ever say no as a personal trainer. When you're 17 or when you're just starting out, it doesn't matter. You need to make sure that you have clients. You have abundance amount of clients. I remember one time that it was uh, a client that wanted to train with me. It was like four days a week. And it was like, wow, I hit the lock, the jackpot, you know what I mean? Four days a week. And I said, awesome, I'm ready to do that. And I was a mobile personal trainer because I didn't have a studio, I didn't have a location. And I said, great, what time are you available? Obviously, I had quite a lot of times available. And he said, listen, I've got to train at uh, 4.15, 4.15. I said, whoa, I didn't budge. I said, okay, I'll be there at 4.15. And it was like, wow, it's committed. And I know that he's gonna to struggle to find a personal trainer that's gonna train him at 4.15. So you gotta do the things that others are prepared not to do, most importantly, and that was hard getting up. I had to train one hour at his location, a one hour drive to his location just to train at 4.15. And that's what you gotta to do to get yourself out there initially. Now, the last point I wanna to bring to your attention is probably the most important point. When you're starting up, when you're 17 like me uh, and, you, and you just got into the industry, you have no experience, the most important thing you wanna do, the most important thing you wanna do is you wanna listen. You wanna listen more than you talk. The reason why I listen more than I talk, because I was training some really influential people. I literally, I, I think, 
I think I should have paid my clients for the information they were giving me. I mean, these guys were top in their league. They were top in their business, tops in the industries. They were letting me in on the secrets. They were letting me in on what they did in their business. I trained a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners. They were letting me in because I was interested. And most importantly, I was listening. I always listened. I asked specific questions. I asked questions that would invoke a long-winded answer. And of course, I wanted to make sure that they were training really intensely. But at the same time too, I wanted to make sure that I was here to listen because quite frankly, I wasn't smart enough to say anything at that point. So I just wanted to shut my mouth, do the exercise and ensure that if they asked me things, I was like, I wasn't sure. So I just wanted to make sure that I was listening first. And that's how I got over that initial hurdle, that initial bump. And to this day, um, whenever I'm with a client, if that's now in marketing, I'm always listening first. If you're the most credible expert in your local community, you win the game. I'm Richard Eternji, and this is Quick Wins with Com. If you like this episode, share it. Uh, we also have this on podcast, on iTunes if you want. Um, you could subscribe to our YouTube channel and check us out from there. Thanks so much.